At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Greg Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's our number three of the Great Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we've got a tremendous hour coming up for you as we're going to be joined in about 15 minutes by Tanner Kern. He does a great job over at Forbes along with the podcast, the Fade the Public podcast. He's going to be joining me to talk a little bit about Week 17 in the NFL. We're also going to talk a little NBA with them. We took a look in the back half of our number two, just some of the trends that we're finding. And I do think that some of them are very profitable towards the NBA. And I think one of the biggest things that you can do, and I was talking about a little bit earlier, taking a look at some in-game NBA betting is probably going to be very beneficial moving forward. And the way the college basketball has been, might want to take a look at that a little bit more as well. But that said, Tanner's going to give us a little bit in terms of the NBA's Tuesday card. And we're going to be taking a look at some Week 17 in the NFL. And then we're going to wrap up the show by doing a little bit of what we're going to be talking about towards the front half of this hour. Taking a look at some college basketball. If you missed my DK Nation pick from our number two, we're going to be hitting upon that in the final segment. And we've got two games that we have yet to polish off in college basketball for Tuesdays. A relatively light card. You've got a lot of kids that are away from campus currently just due to the holiday break and due to the holidays in general, which hopefully you are enjoying some time off with you and your family. And if you are not enjoying time off, well, I do salute you on the hard work that you are doing as well because there are many people that are doing noble tasks. Like, I know that Uber driving, that takes a night off for absolutely nobody whatsoever. We've got a lot of overnight truck drivers. We've got so many people at work. I know very, very tough, tough jobs in general, and they are really the backbone of America that do listen to the show, and I do appreciate every one of you. So I hopefully can repay it by making guys some money. As Let's take a look at these games right now. As We've seen this line move upward. This is 306-789, 306-790. Texas Tech, they're going to be playing us to South Carolina State. South Carolina State opened up as a 28-point underdog. Now this has moved at DraftKings at 30. I'm seeing some straight 29 and a halfs out there. Total on this game is anywhere between 147 and 147 half. And 30 is my absolute lowest of low buy points on South Carolina State. But we're starting to get a buy point on the underdog here. As I just take a look at the South Carolina State team. And yeah, they're a certainly bad team in college basketball. No fans or buts about it. But I just don't know if Texas Tech has enough firepower on offense to be able to get it done as Texas Tech has looked a little bit out of sorts in terms of their offensive flow. They currently rank in terms of 
just turnovers on a per-possession basis towards bottom half of college basketball, 14 turnovers per game. Now, they are a team that they shoot in the mid-30s from three-point range, and overall, in terms of offensive efficiency, they're 35th in all of college basketball, but they're actually averaging right around 5.5 points fewer per 100 possessions when they're at home rather than on the road, which I do find to be a relatively startling because you'll notice with Texas Tech, they book some cream puff opponents. I'm sorry, Texas Tech fans. I just have to call it like it is, but there have been some easier opponents in recent years. Meanwhile, for South Carolina State, they actually only turned the ball over right around 12, 12 and a half times per game, despite the fact that they rank in the top 50 in all of college basketball in terms of possessions per game. So a little bit enlightening there, something that you're able to feel good about. Now, I will say for Texas Tech, they're going to be able to control the glass. You've got for South Carolina, really only one player that's able to give you north of five and a half rebounds per game. Meanwhile, for Texas Tech, you've got Kevin O'Banner who's been able to give you 15 and a half points. He's able to throw on their six boards. A 35% three-point shooter who I still remember it was that Oral Roberts. He was able to shoot more like 40 plus percent from three-point range at Davion Armin. You knew that he would be able to pick it up at some point. He got off to a really bad like 17, 18% three-point shooting start to the season first eight or nine games. He has been able to heat it up quite a bit recently for this team as he has been able to give the team double figures is now five out of his last six games. So that is beneficial for Texas Tech. But I do think that South Carolina State going to be able to hold within 30 because I just mentioned it. You've got a lot of kids that are going to be off campus. That means that the home court crowd, it's going to be a little bit less ruckus in this game for Texas Tech. Don't think that you're going to be getting the same student section that you typically do in Texas Tech. One of the more underrated home courts in all of college basketball. Lubbock, Texas really does come out for the Red Raiders, but I do think that that'll be of a little bit of advantage for the South Carolina State team. They're currently losing their top scorer in Luzon Hollums. He's been out of the fold the last three or four games, was averaging right around 12.5 points per game. But with that said, you do have Rakeem Gary along with Rayshon Edwards. They've been able to combine for four assists. They give you about 19.5 points per game. So they've done a solid job on that front. And for Gary, he's been about a 30% three-point shooter, which sadly, one of the better marks that you're going to find. Now they go up against the Texas Tech team that Texas Tech always does a good job of being able to deny the three-point arc, so they probably don't want to be looking too much there in general. But I do think that Cameron Jones is going to be able to get a little bit of something going. He's able to give the team 9.5 points. He chips in there a pair of assists per contest as well. And for South Carolina State, they've been able to play significantly better than they were at the beginning part of the season. Beginning part of the season, they got dump trucked by Teams like Duquesne, when they went to Kentucky, they lost that game by 43 points. They lost by right around like 31 points against Wake Forest. They were able to go to overtime against a team like a USC upstate, which doesn't sound like much, but being able to hold in there, that's not too bad of a showing. UNC Asheville is a team I think has the possibility to be able to win the Big South. They were very competitive in that game. They hang within 12 against a team like Furman. So I do think that this line is a little bit out of sorts. Last month or so, it's been a bit more promising for South Carolina State. They've done a better job of holding into the ball. And I think that that allows them to hang in this game. Now, I mentioned it a little bit earlier with South Carolina State, a team that is really looking to push the tempo. Texas Tech, they're more of a mid-tempo team. They're not looking to play super-duper fast. They're not looking to play play super-duper slow. I do think that they're going to be able to put the clamps down on defense, but ultimately, I do think that those 14 turnovers is going to cost Texas Tech a chance at an over in this spot just because I think both of these teams are going to have some relatively sloppy play. So I did set my total more around a 145.5. So seeing the summer right around 147.5 to 147, I'm going to be taking a look at the under. And with South Carolina State, need at least 30 on them, but willing to take 30 on them. And this is another number that we're starting to see shoot up, but I do still think that you have a little bit of value with regards to this favorite. 306, 7 Texas, they are back. And they are back to being a big favorite against Texas A&M Commerce. Commerce, they open up a 27.5-point underdog. Now you're seeing them between 29 and 30, and your total is between 139.5 and 140. With Texas, they were a 30.5-point favorite. So 30 is my max. You don't want to be laying much more than 30, really, in a lot of games, unless if you've got a big giant fade. A few years ago, Chicago State was a good one. Chicago State has actually been able to make you some money this year, but back in the day, that was bad. Good old IEPUI. If they're facing off against the wrong team, you might be willing to lay 30 against them. But that said, when it comes to Texas, I think that now they have been able to weather the storm of the entire Chris Beard ordeal. There's more coming out about it right now. I'm doing a sports betting show. We're not going to be diving into that. Instead, we're going to be taking a look at the merits of this game. And with Texas, 
they've been able to really be able to rally around themselves because they had that bad first game against Rice. They looked much better in game number two against Sanford, and then their last game against Louisiana prior to Christmas break. They were able to put up 100 points. They were able to win and cover that game relatively easily, and now they go up against the Texas A&M Commerce team that they're looking to play tenacious defense, but they rank right around 250th in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. And it's not necessarily the world's greatest look, and they're going to be going up against a Texas team that has really been able to do a good job of being able to push tempo, and Texas, for everything that we want to say on defense, because they're a top-10 team in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, this offense has really been able to get it cooking as well. They're 12th in the country in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis, and the biggest reason why is the uh, duo that you've got in Terry Center along with Marcus Carr, they've been able to combine for about 28 points per game. Both of these guys shoot relatively well from three-point range. They're shooting as a combination about 36.5% from three-point range. Texas overall, they only shoot about 32.5% from three. They just do a really good job of just punching the ball down low. They're in the top 50 nationally in terms of two-point shooting percentage, and you've got just so many guys. They're able to do a good job of hitting the glass for this team. You've got guys like Dylan Mitchell, Timmy Allen. They've been able to combine for about 11.5 rebounds per game. Dylan DeSue is someone that in his past tenure with Vanderbilt, he was a very good three-point shooter. He's been able to form himself as a little bit more of a down-low guy. He's been able to chip in there a little bit over a block per contest. And then for Texas A&M Commerce, you do have a backcourt that involves someone in C.J. Roberts, who I still remember him from his time while he was with Lamar a few seasons ago. And able to deliver for the team about 10 and a half points per game he's been relatively okay and actually does shoot 96 percent in free line that's one of the better numbers that you're going to find in all of college basketball but for this commerce team it felt like they got off to a really good start they were able to go on the road they knocked off air force they went on the road and they knocked off hawaii going on the road and winning at hawaii is not an easy feat to do but I mean, you just take a look at the way that the last few games have went for them things have went just completely down the toilet bowl They've given up 80-plus points and now four other last five games. The lone exception is when they went up against IUPUI, good old EWPUI, and, well, that's not a team that is really worth their soul, and it's a Texas A&M Commerce team that they really don't have a lot down low either. You don't have really anyone on this team that has been able to give you more than six rebounds per game going up against a Texas team that they've got just all sorts of versatility. They've got so many guys that are able to do a great job down low. I think it's going to be a little bit of doomsday for them. They've got Luka Vasic. He comes in from Charlotte. He was formerly a guy that was able to pop some threes. He's been able to do a little bit there. And you do have to Marcus Demonia. He's been able to give you 15 points, five rebounds per game. But I do think that flat out, this is a team that's outgunned. And we did see some wonkiness in terms of the holiday week when things were leading up to Christmas. You did see a lot of these big underdogs be able to rise up. But other than that one specific week, we have seen a lot of these favorites that have been north of, I think the arbitrary number to throw out there is 20 points. Really do a good job of being able to cover more often than not. They really have been able to. And I do think that Texas on their own floor just going to be able to dominate a commerce team that they got off to a good start. If you look at the recent numbers of the last 30 days, this team has really went downhill. They've had a tough time on offense. They've had a tough time on defense. Set my total at 138.5. I think the commerce is going to get held down. And I'm willing to lay up to 30 here with Texas. And coming up next, we got to take a look at some NFL with our man Tanner Kern. He does a great job over at Forbes and the Fade the Public podcast. He's going to be joining me next with what he likes in week 17 of the National Football League here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSEN, the sports betting network. We have answered the age-old question of what is the gift that keeps on giving because that is VEASAN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just $79 and get access to everything that we do now through the Big Dance. Sign up and you'll receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. And only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recaps of the top plays made by VEASAN shows and guests, tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every single game, deep dive betting reports, plus our ongoing college football bowl coverage as we've got best bets on every single bowl game. This is a limited time offer, so sign up for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and give VEASAN Pro access all the way through March Madness. That is at VEASAN.com slash subscribe to be able to take advantage of this offer as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and we're being joined now by Tanner Kern. He does a great job with the podcast, the Fade the Public podcast. You're able to find that wherever you get your podcasts and also does a great job over at Forbes and Tanner, great to have you aboard and hope your holidays went well. Thank you so much. Yeah, Greg, thanks for having me. Got a lot of good presents the other day, but love being here. It's my favorite part of the uh, holiday weekend. Yes, and the present that always gives, whether it be towards the beginning part of the season or the end part of the season, that would be the NFL. And I know that you're taking a look at the Thursday night game, which Net up from the look at line with now most likely having Ryan Tannehill out for the year. This has been a line that has moved quite a bit as if you were taking a look at it at this time last week, the Cowboys were right around about a three, three and a half point favorite. This has moved all the way up to 10 with a total of 41 half. Do you think that this is a little bit too steep of a move or are the Titans just, well, they're that out of sorts. I have yet to play this personally, but with the Titans, it's been a really rough go of it for them. I think it's okay to lay this big of a number. You look at the Cowboys, they're coming off a huge win over the Eagles. Jalen Hurts not being on the field definitely made an impact in the game, but I liked how Dallas responded in multiple ways on offense and on defense. Even though they got burnt a lot, they still made necessary stops down the stretch of that football game. The defense has been a struggle for Dallas as of late. They've given up 74 points in their past two games combined, which is not good, but the offense is still firing on all cylinders behind Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, and a great run game with a dual-headed uh, attack there. You look at Tennessee, this is an ideal matchup for the Cowboys' defense. They were anemic offense with Ryan Tannehill in there, and they're even worse now with Malik Willis. I think Derrick Henry's going to pad the stats. He's going to have a good game, but that still doesn't mean the Titans are going to be able to keep up with this Cowboys offense, which is the third-ranked scoring offense in the NFL. Titans putting up just 18 points per game. They can't really throw it with Malik Willis. This is not a good matchup for the Tennessee Titans. It's great for the Cowboys. Lay the big number, 10.5 even. I would take Dallas. And Dallas, if things hold the form, they might be facing off against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in round number one the playoffs and or whoever comes out of the NFC South, which... I mean, that is just insane how bad that division has been. And we've seen a quantum line move. And in my opinion, this line being at seven when I came on the show yesterday, that was just too much. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're now finding themselves as a three-point favorite against the Carolina Panthers. And I think that this is the correct number. I give a little bit of advantage to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I really don't want to be laying anything more than three. And for myself, if I'm taking a look at the Panthers, I would need to be getting north of three. I don't know if you sort of see it the same way, but I think that now we're starting to land on the correct number in terms of this game. 
So even at three, I love this three and a half. Definitely getting a little shaky there. I'll probably buy down to two and a half just so I, instead of getting a push, I'll get a win if the Buccaneers do win by a field goal because they haven't been that explosive on offense. So I could easily see them just winning by three in this game. They're the worst team in the NFL against the spread right now at three, 11 and one. We know that. But the thing about the Buccaneers is they still have Tom Brady. And I don't know about you, Greg, but I still think this team can do something special because of Brady. And we saw that on Sunday night, Christmas night when Tom Brady delivered a present to us and found a way to drive the field and win the football game in overtime. Tampa Bay scoring just 17 points per game. That's not good. We know that. The Panthers are 8-7 and seven against the spread. This is a respectable Carolina team that's really found their stride since getting rid of Matt Rule. With that being said, though, Buccaneers have a chance to close out division at home with Tom Brady under center. I will take the Buccaneers at minus 3, probably buy down to 2.5, and, and hope for the best there. Yep, and with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well, I'm not sure if you've been noticing this, but it feels like the best way to bet the Buccaneers might be a little bit of an in-game angle when you do get these late-game situations where the Buccaneers are up by a score, or down by a score, or what have you. Tom Brady just being able to close out the game. I feel like that's one of the best bets to make right now just because Tom Brady, he can look shaky for three, three and a half quarters, but he always looks like vintage Tom Brady at the end of games. It's as if it's like riding a bike for him. Tom Brady was horrendous for 52 minutes of that football game and really turned it up. Now, I did live bet them at plus 160 when they were down three late in the fourth quarter. And then uh, they went down 10 and they went up to plus 440. I didn't grab it again, but that was a good spot for them because it's Tom Brady and anything can happen with Tom Brady and the football in his hands in the fourth quarter. So I think that's a great point by you to live bet the Buccaneers if they do go down uh, moving forward. Yep, and with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I mean, just that closer one. You've got Tom Brady making all those fourth quarter slash overtime comebacks. It is incredible. And a team that has also been able to squeak out a whole bunch of one-score games, that would be the Minnesota Vikings. As a matter of fact, their last win by north of one score came against the very Green Bay Packers they're going to be facing off with this week. That was in week number one. And with the Packers, they're now between a three and a three and a half point favorite, mostly seeing three with juice. Where do you stand on the Minnesota Vikings and this game? Because with the Vikings, I think that they need to get a lot of credit where credit is due for winning all these one-score games. But I think we also need to ding them for the fact that they keep finding themselves in these one-score games. And if you keep rolling the dice enough times, you are going to land on a big giant whammy and come up snake eyes. Well, that's a great point. You look at the Indianapolis Colts tonight, and I can't picture a world where this team was up 33 to nothing on the Minnesota Vikings, but they were. And I don't know if that says a lot about Minnesota's, like, I don't think we should be giving Minnesota a lot of credit. It takes a lot to blow a 33-point lead as well, and that's what the Indianapolis Colts did. So the biggest comeback in NFL history was made possible on two sides there, and I put a lot on the Colts for blowing that lead. They're not a good football team. When you look at the Vikings, just because their record is solid doesn't mean they're a good football team. When they get knocked out early in the postseason, people are going to talk about how shocking it is because of their record. But when you look at the key numbers, this is not a quality team. Minnesota's allowing 25 points per game, which is fifth worst in the NFL. They're fifth worst in the NFL as well in rushing yards per game, defensive rushing yards per game, uh, or offensive rushing yards per game, I should say, which isn't what you want heading into Lambeau Field in a cold weather game. I could go on and on about the numbers, but the Vikings just simply aren't there statistically, and that's going to make a difference. Green Bay is a different football team as of late. They've really found their stride behind A.J. Dillon. His emergence has helped this offense. They're playing hard-nosed football right now, and that is meaningful. Aaron Rodgers can still make all the big throws, but I do think the Packers' ability to run the ball down the stretch in this football game compared to the Minnesota Vikings is what is going to allow them to cover the spread and find a way to get the job done and probably beat the Lions next week and sneak into the playoffs. And you mentioned the Indianapolis Colts as well. We got... Yet another dud of a primetime football game, and thank goodness gracious, this next week, we're going to get a really good one. This is going to be between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. I mean, it's hard to get a game much better than this, and to the credit of the schedule makers, I mean, coming into the year, you thought that something like Rams versus Packers, like we had a few weeks ago, that was going to be a whole heck of a lot better than what it was. You didn't think that we would get the dud that we got, but... This one is going to be a banger. Right now with the Buffalo Bills, they're between a pick to a one-point favorite, depending upon where you look with a total of 49.5. Very good game. Joe Burrow as hot as lava right now. The Buffalo Bills, they've dealt with some trials and tribulations, but they've been able to pick it up as well. Where do you stand in what is going to be one of the best games that we're going to see all year, in my opinion? 
Well, there isn't a team hotter in the NFL than the Bengals, and then there isn't a quarterback hotter than Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow, and every time I come on here, I feel like I talk about Joe Burrow and how special he is as a talent. I can't wait to see how he develops over the course of his career because he's still very young. But he's second in the league in passing yards with 4,260, second in the league in touchdowns with 34. I mean, he's been sensational this season, and Cincinnati is also printing Money for betters at 12-3-1 against the spread. Josh Allen's tremendous. You don't want to take anything away from him. But when I think of consistency, Joe Burrow comes to mind first. The first quarterback in the league, in fact, that comes to my mind. Burrow's rise has also been accompanied by great offensive line play. This unit has gotten better and better. And the defense is really meshing, especially up front. They control the trenches. They shut down the run. And they also help their secondary out, which has struggled at times by getting pressure on the opposing quarterback. Josh Allen does make mistakes when under pressure, we've seen it consistently throughout the season. I'm going to be on the Bengals plus one at home in this game. I think it's going to be a rowdy environment in Cincinnati. And this team is finally, finally a competitor in the NFL. And we're going to see it in the crowd. It's really going to help them get the job done and cover. And we've got about 45 seconds left for this one, but also a competitor now, the Jacksonville Jaguars are between a four and four and a half point favorite against what has been a frisky Texans team. Can the Texans continue to be a thorn in the side or do the Jaguars continue to keep rolling into what might be a playoff spot? So I'm going to be on the Jaguars at minus four in this football game. Trevor Lawrence only thrown one interception in his past seven games, and the Jaguars are five and two over that stretch. An AFC South title game is looming in week 18 between the beaten down Titans, but I do not think the Jaguars overlook the Texans in this spot. Davis Mills, 14 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. It's hard to win like that as a quarterback of your team. Trevor Lawrence is not doing that, and I am going to be all over Jacksonville in this football game with Christian Kirk flying down the field and also Travis Etienne in the run game. Absolutely. The Jags are playing some tremendous football, and Tanner is doling out tremendous content and doling out just great insights in general. We're going to be keeping that conversation rolling with them next as we take a look at the NBA slate for Tuesday here on VEASAN, the Sports Bay Network. College bowl season is here and VEASAN as you cover. We've got picks on the spread and the total for every single bowl game. Head on over to VEASAN.com to check out all the bowl betting coverage. And while you're there, now is a great time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just $79. For just $79, you get access to everything that we do now through the big dance. And you're able to visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of that. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be rejoined by Tanner Kern. He does Great work over there at Forbes, along with the Fade the Public podcast. You're able to get that wherever your podcast and Tanner. Let's talk a little NBA. And before we dive into some games in general, I know that you, much like myself, you've got a little bit of a love of being able to bet in game in terms of color or in terms of the NBA. Take me through what you do with regards to this, because I do think that in a game of runs, while you're able to get some good closing line value and you're able to get some good valuable bets before the game. And sometimes you just don't get that in-game number in general. But I do think that in the NBA, we just keep seeing it time and time again, a good way to be able to take a look at it and a good way to be able to get some favorable numbers is by taking a look in-game rather than trying to bust your home for like an extra half a point pre-flop. Yeah, definitely. As much as I love betting pregame lines in the NBA, I think the live betting is the way to go because it is a game of runs. Like we look at the Celtics minus 14 and a half against the Rockets. If the Rockets go up six, nothing, seven, nothing in that range, you're going to get the Celtics for probably 12 and a half points, which could make a difference down the stretch. Also, when you look at dogs, they're much more valuable live betting because if they go down by a few points, books are very, very generous with what they add on to their side of the spread. So just keep that in mind. I love live betting the NBA because it is the game of runs and the last team to get hot usually wins the game and anything can happen. Absolutely. And take me through that Celtics game that we are taking a look at, because I know that you've got not just a side in terms of the Celtics game that we're going to be seeing for Tuesday, but I know you've got a little bit of features bet that is surrounding the Boston Celtics. Now, let me start by saying I really like Jalen Green. I really like Kevin Porter Jr., but this team isn't the Celtics, and they have a long way to go. They deserve to be an even bigger underdog than 14.5 points at TD Garden. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart all playing really well together, and also the addition of Robin uh, Robert Williams on uh, Christmas Day really helped out 
uh, Al Horford. I mean, he, he didn't have to press as much. He could stay out on the perimeter. He could make big shots, and he did that. And also, Jason Tatum, quite frankly, he just took over that basketball game. Boston is uh, six in three-point efficiency, which has really helped them. They're fourth in points per game. They're absolutely dominating their opponents. I know they were in a little bit of a rough stretch, but still, they bounced out of it on Christmas Day, and I think that's a good way to keep that momentum going against a layup like the Rockets. I know it's a big number. I know it's a little scary to cover uh, 14 and a half points, but I think Boston's the team to do it against a nine and 23 Rockets team. Yep, absolutely. I know that you've got a little bit of a futures wager that is involving the Boston Celtics as well, and it involves MVP, which I think is just such an interesting market because I take a look at the top two right now in Giannis and also Jason Tatum. I do feel like they're your very clear one and two. Perhaps we can see someone be able to rise up, but take me through why you do like Jason Tatum to be able to win MVP right now, seeing him at plus 250 in a lot of books. So we know what the NBA is. The NBA is a star-driven league. And I think Jason Tatum is that new star in the making, right? You look at Giannis, he won his back-to-back MVPs. Then you look at Nikola Jokic, he won his back-to-back MVPs. And you could make the case that Jokic is playing better this season than he did in his MVP seasons. But I'm still going to be on Jason Tatum. He's dropping 40-plus consistently in recent stretch. And we're not even like, like, that's normal for Jason Tatum right now. And he's also a very, very good rebounder, underrated in that uh, uh, second in the league in his position with rebounds at 8.1 per game. The Tatum versus Brown debate's pretty much over. I think the media did a really good job of making that a thing last year, but they're coexisting. Tatum's the star, but when they're both on, it helps them both shine. And I really do like Jason Tatum at plus 250 to win the MVP right now. I usually want a little more value in the future markets, but still at this point in the season, seeing what Tatum has done and seeing how much the league loves him, it's definitely a good spot to invest your money. And I think it's always interesting to take a look at a lot of those straw polls as well, because a lot of them, I know that ESPN did one last year where it was a big race between Joel Embiid along with Nikolai Jokic. They were voting for Nikolai Jokic. I think that this was one that was in like March, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then thoughts, they all of a sudden shift and well, you know what? Someone knew something and it was Nikolai Jokic who was able to get the MVP award. So I always think that that's important to do when it comes to taking a look at this award as well. And I know that a game that you're taking a look at is the OKC Thunder and San Antonio Spurs for Tuesday. Spurs, they're anywhere between a six to six half point underdog. John's game is 235 and a half. Money has been coming in on the OKC Thunder. Is it getting up a little bit too lofty or still a little bit of value on them? Yeah, so I'm definitely going to go against the public here and ride with the Spurs at plus six. Coming off a big win over the Jazz, uh, scored 126 points tonight. They absolutely dominated in this basketball game and made big shots down the stretch. When I look at the San Antonio Spurs, I know they're not a great team. I know they're coming up. This will be the second game of a back-to-back. But the Thunder really aren't that great of a team. If we go back to November, Thunder beat the Spurs by eight points. I see San Antonio finding a way to win. And we go back to talking about live betting, too. I don't see the Spurs losing by more than 10 points if they do lose this game. And I I like them to cover six and, and potentially win outright. But if the Thunder go up by a few points here, you're going to get great live betting value. Keldon Johnson's scoring. He's not shooting great from the field. But this team has the ability to play fast and I think really give the Thunder some trouble in the spot. They've gotten better and better as the season goes on. The record might not show it, but they're competing against good teams. And they're still taking teams down to the stretch. They're just not finishing in the fourth quarter. But they have the capability to do that against Thunder. So I'm going to take the points here in this one. Tanner, there aren't a whole lot of NBA pre-flop bets that I either really like or dislike because typically I'm a little bit more in-game, but anytime you throw at me a Lakers fade, I am typically all about it is the Orlando Magic, who, I mean, let's call it what it is, not had the world's greatest year, but right now they're laying four points against the LA Lakers, and unless if Anthony Davis plays in this game, and here's a spoiler, he's not, I can't think of any reasons to be able to back the LA Lakers at this point. So when you look at the Magic, they're 13 and 21, but they've won eight of their past nine games. This is one of the best teams in basketball over their past 10. Orlando's 10 no against the spread. They're printing money for betters in their past 10 games, while the Lakers in their past five are just 0 and 5. You talked about Anthony Davis. He will not be on the floor. LeBron's day to day. The loss of Anthony Davis really hurts his team. He was doing 12.1 rebounds per game. That's a lot of production down in the paint that you're losing there. So I don't see the Lakers competing in this one. They might be competitive for the first half, but 
But in the second half, I love this young Orlando team to pull away. Paulo Boncaro, Bulbul, Franz Wagner, they're all meshing, and they are incredibly fun to watch. So look for them to take this game over down the stretch. I just love the way this Magic team is playing. This this team's going to be an authority in the NBA in the coming season, and it's showing over the past 10 games as they've covered 10 straight. And then just the stories that we've been seeing with the Golden State Warriors this year. It's been so interesting. Right now, they're a four-point favorite against the Charlotte Hornets. No doubt the Warriors, they've been dealing with some injuries this year, but they've been such a different team home to road. They will be home for this game, so I know that helps them out quite a bit. But what are you saying in terms of Charlotte versus Golden State as Mr. LaMelo Ball, him is just a big, giant acquisition for this Charlotte Hornets team who you saw them. Without them, they were just not themselves. Well, Charlotte couldn't finish tonight, sadly. They're in their West Coast road trip right now. They played Portland, got beat. They got to go to Golden State and play the Warriors. But when you look at this Warriors team, they don't have Steph Curry. They don't have Andrew Wiggins. Draymond Green is day-to-day. They pulled off a big win on Christmas. You got to support that. But at the same time, too, you need to do it consistently without your stars. I don't see that happening against this young Hornets team. Once they find a way to win the fourth quarter, they're going to be just fine. With LaMelo Ball being back, it really, really, really helps them. In his past six games, he's shooting 45% from the field, 25 points, eight and a half assists. He orchestrates the offense. So when he was gone, it did hurt the Charlotte team a lot. Also, you got a guy like Terry Rozier. Just by having ball back, it really helps Rozier. He's a boomer bust player. He's not shooting great from the field every single night. But when he doesn't have a great shooting night, he also chips in in so many other areas. Ball being back takes some pressure off him. And I do like them to cover four. They just got to finish down the stretch in this one. The one thing to know about the Warriors, even though they don't have all these stars in the lineup, they still are 13-2 and at home, which is pretty crazy considering they're 16-18 and straight up on the season. So don't overlook them, but I do trust the Hornets in this spot. And we've got about a minute left here. You just mentioned it with the Hornets. They had a little bit of a heartbreaker against the Portland Trailblazers. What do you do with regards to teams like the Charlotte Hornets who are coming off of back-to-backs? Because I always do think that it's a little bit of a tricky spot to handicap them because sometimes night number two, they're able to come out with a lot of zeal, a lot of fight. Other nights, they're just a little bit tired in general. So I think this Hornets team is obviously tired. They've had a lot of injuries, but at the same time, too, with LaMelo Ball being back in the lineup, the way they lost tonight, I think it's a good motivational spot for them to get back and fight back and try to find a way to cover against the Warriors here. So I'm not worried about it too much. It's a West Coast road trip. It's not going to be too long of a trip, and I'm going to take the Hornets at plus four. Just hopefully this young team has a little fight in them tomorrow night. Absolutely, and I do think that it is very situational with regards to a lot of those back-to-backs, but one situation that always goes well for us here on the Greg Peterson Experience, having you aboard, Tanner, I know that you do great work with the uh, Fading the Public podcast, which you're able to find wherever you get your podcasts, also with Forbes. Always do appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate you having me. Always great to be able to get Tanner aboard. We talked a little NFL with them here in this segment. We will hit some NBA now let's take a look at the college kids to be able to round things out on the Greg Peterson experience. I'm going to be giving you guys my DK Nation pick for college basketball on Tuesday. And if we've got a little bit of time, it on some player of the year award features as well. That's up next right here on the Greg Peterson experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zip. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The countdown to 2023 is on, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has got you covered to start off the new year with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to be able to ring in 2023. As if you log in to BetRivers.com or go to the Bet Rivers app. On December 31st, you're able to receive a 22% profit boost. And if you then log in again on January 1st, 2023, you get a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That is right. Celebrate with Bet Rivers and get not just one, but two different profit boosts as it is a whole new game. This is the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A big thanks to Tanner Kern, does great work over there at Forbes, along with the Fade the Public podcast. He joined me in the last segment. Just a little bit of a programming note. If you're listening live to the Greg Peterson Experience, coming up next, it is going to be a replay of the Greg Peterson Experience. And, well, if you're listening to the replay, follow the money. That comes your way 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. So we've got you guys all covered there. And if you missed it in hour number two with the DK Nation pick for what we're giving out in college basketball on Tuesday, We've got it for you again as we're going to be looking at the extra games for a little bit more of a bear slate. We've only got five games in terms of college basketball, but still some money to be made as we take a look at 306-787, 306-788. It's Texas A&M. They're playing also Northwestern State. Northwestern State a 17 to 17 and a half point underdog, depending upon your number and draws game is 146. And whether you've got the 17 or the 17 and a half, I do like this one on the spread with Northwestern State. That is going to be the basis of the write-up. And the big thing with Northwestern State is that they've got a lot of familiarity with their program because they actually have a little bit of a first-year coaching regime. But along with that regime, you've got a lot of guys that they were with the coach that took over. As you've got the guys from Missouri State all doing a relatively solid job for this team. And they all came over together as you've got three former players from Missouri State and Javonta Black, Isaac Haney, and Demarcus Sharp. Their combined average 42 points per game. They came over with their coach and Corey Gibson, and they've been able to do a great job being able to dole out about six assists per contest between the three of them, 4.9 seals per game. All three of these guys, they're your top three scorers. They're all averaging at least 12 points per game, and that has been massive for a Northwestern State team that we've already seen them have good results, frankly enough, against Power Conference teams out in the great state of Texas as they were able to hang in there against Baylor last game prior to Christmas. They lost by 10 against Baylor. Spread on that game was right around 25-26. So they held in there very easily as about a 20-point underdog against CCU. Forget the points. They were able to win that game outright. So they've already had nice results and now they're going up against a Texas A&M team that they've struggled on defense. Texas A&M, typically they're calling Carter and Buzz Williams as being able to play some tough, hard-nosed defense, be able to generate some turnovers and they still generate the turnovers, but they've been a little bit all or nothing in terms of generating those turnovers. They're 148th in the country in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis. Opponents, they're shooting right around 36.2% from three-point range against them. That is 282nd in all of college basketball. And that's right around the percentage that you're noticing that Northwestern State has been able to shoot. And then for the Texas A&M team, you do have a guy that has been it will be a little bit more of a leader for this team. That'd be Wade Taylor, the fourth, about 15 points, three and a half assists, two and a half seals per game. And they do do a good job of being able to rebound by committee. You've got four different players outside of them that give you between about four to 5.2 rebounds per game. Henry Coleman, Therese Radford, Julius Marble, Dexter Dennis, they're all able to do a nice job of 
second the stat sheet there, but you really don't have any of these guys other than Radford giving you more than 11 points per game. It's been a little bit of a hit or miss three-point shooting team as a whole, so that's been an issue for the Texas A&M team. Northwestern State, they've got some guys on the bench that they've got a little bit of size, and Northwestern State, they themselves are a team that ranks in the top 65 in terms of offensive rebound rate, about 32 or so percent of their misses. They're able to get an offensive rebound on. Meanwhile, for Texas A&M, more like 33.5%. I still think that Texas A&M is going to be able to get the job done. I don't know if we're going to be able to get a replay of Northwestern State knocking off Texas or TCU as a north of 20-point underdog, but being able to get between 17 and 17.5 in this spot, very appealing. That is what the write-up is going to be based around. And for Texas A&M, alluded to it a little bit earlier, under the regime of Buzz Williams, they are a team that they looked at their hat on defense a little bit more. We have been seeing Northwestern State Score quite a few points, 69 plus in seven out of their last eight games. I do think that things are going to be a little bit more buttoned up with a Texas A&M team that they're more of a mid-tempo team. So going to be taking a look at the under, set my total more around about a 141-142. But right up here, that is going to be taking the points with Northwestern State. And unfortunately, we've got a little bit of a bare slate of college basketball for this Tuesday. I've actually ran through every single one of the games here on the show. So We've got you covered in terms of the side and total on every one of them, but I know something that is getting a little bit hot and heavy right now is the futures market in terms of college basketball. Went through a little bit of the futures market yesterday, taking a look at some teams that they might be able to lend you a little bit of value, and perhaps if you're a hedge better, this could be a very good year for you because things are a little bit more wide open than what we've seen in past years with Houston being 7-1, to really the main favorite. Typically, you have more of a demonstrative favorite when we saw the... Zion Williamson and just really dusts our team of Duke a few years ago. Gonzaga was that clear number one in the 2020-21 season. Baylor the clear number two. Everyone else, you don't have quite that separation this year. And it feels like it's that way a little bit this year in terms of odds be able to win the Warden Award. And you're seeing that with Zach Eady being pretty much even money. It's plus 100 right now at DraftKings. Shop around a little bit more. You could probably find a little bit better than even money on Zach Eady, but he is a very clear number one and currently at DraftKings. Everyone else, they're 10 to 1 or greater, though I do think that there might be a little bit of value further on down the board because you've got guys like Drew Timmy at an 11 to 1, Jalen Wilson along with Oscar Shibway, and Shibway is the reigning player of the year. He's at 10 to 1, but I look a little bit further down and Really, the team that has jumped out to me this year and the team that has been the biggest surprise in all of college basketball might have all the goods to be able to hit one of those more short shots in terms of odds to win the NCAA tournament, those future wagers. That would be Adama Sinogo. He's currently at 25-1, to 1, and I take a look at him, and I take a look at UConn, and if UConn continue to play the way that they are, and you're at an hour number one. They are your number one team against the spread in all of college basketball. They have failed to cover just one of their games, depending upon your closing numbers, because that Oklahoma State line, I remember that was at 10 for quite some time before that came down to more like nine, nine and a half on a lot of closing numbers. You might have two pushes, but I mean, really, this UConn team has been able to make you money all season long, but with Sonogo, he headlines a team that they've got all the goods. They do a great job down low. He himself is able to give you 19 points, eight rebounds, solid three-point shooter with some size. I do think that he's someone to really be able to take a look at, and I do think that in terms of perhaps a freshman that could be able to bust out as well, because keep in mind, we're not into conference play yet. How about a guy like a Brandon Miller? He's currently at 30-1. to 1. He shoots north of 40% from three-point range for an Alabama team that if they're able to go on a nice run, if they're able to win the SEC, that would be huge for them. And you do want to be taking a look at these teams that you think are going to be able to boom a little bit more because let's say that you think that Alabama is going to be able to have a big year in the SEC. If they're going to be a top three team, they're able to perhaps win that SEC tournament and be a heat-seeking missile, for lack of a better term, then you could really find some good value with a guy like a Brandon Miller. If you think that perhaps that team is going to be Adam F or is going to be Baylor out in the Big 12, if you think that they overtake Kansas, if they are able to win the conference, you probably are thinking that Adam Flagler is going to have a big year. Right now, he's leading the team in assists. Baylor has been able to do a pretty solid job on offense. They were a little bit hit or miss towards the beginning part of that game against Gonzaga. They were able to pull that one out late. If you think that perhaps Jonathan Chamochachua coming back for Baylor, that is going to allow them to be a little bit more solid. At 35-1, to 1, he might be worth a little bit of a shot. I do think that right now, just taking a look at things, I would not be taking a look at Zach Eady, even though I think that he is very clearly the number one player in terms of college basketball right now, just because 
Purdue, they played a game or two in terms of Big Ten play, but as we know, things could get very rough in terms of Big Ten play, and if you think that Purdue might be in for a little bit of a fall, because this is a very freshman-laden backcourt, if there is perhaps an injury or two, and heck, I mean, let's just take a look at Purdue from last year as well. Purdue had that big, massive first month, month and a half of the season where they were able to go out there on a neutral court. They were putting up 80-plus points. And then in Big Ten play, and all of a sudden fall off the table a little bit. They go to the Kohl Center. They lose those sorts of games. And in the Big Ten, home court, very, very meaningful. Even a game that you play at Nebraska this year, that's very tough. Purdue had to go to overtime to be able to win that game. So that illustrates it right there, just how difficult it is to be able to get road wins in the Big Ten. These teams just completely beat themselves up. Night in and night out, Zach Eady is going to be going up against really good big men because they take a look at the odds board. You've got Trace Jackson Davis is right now one of your top options, 13-1. to 1. Chris Murray, even though he's been a little bit banged up when he returns, he's going to be good for this Iowa team, 30-1. to 1. Michigan, they've still got a guy in Hunter Dickinson who's he's not even on the board, and I could see him going into takeover mode. He's at 60-1. to 1. Wouldn't be far-fetched for him to be able to have a big season as well. So I would be staying away from that, but you do want to be sticking with the pro tip that we've got for this hour. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You're able to sort these out by show and by sport. And this is a little bit of a general one, and I do think that it's something that's very important. Do not judge anyone based on their bet amount, based on their unit size, what have you. If the bet is meaningful to you, it is a meaningful bet. And if it's meaningful to someone else, it's meaningful as well. Just a little bit of words to be able to live by. And you do want to be sticking around because if you're listening live, Greg Peterson Experience replay is up next. If you're listening to the replay, 4 o'clock a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, it's Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.